Hello guys, how are you doing today? I want to talk to you guys about STDs, sexual, sexually transmitted demons. I don't think, I think a lot of you guys are having sex outside of marriage. You guys do not know the danger that's behind that. The Bible talks about sexual immorality over 40 times. There's so many passages about this in the scripture about sexual immorality. From the Old Testament to the New Testament. Uh, remember the Bible also says that, um, you know, one example I can give you guys from the Old Testament is Joseph. The Bible said he flee from fornication. When um, the Pharaoh's wife wanted to have sex with Joseph, Joseph flee from her. So, sexual immorality is a very um, serious um, subject that the Bible always touch on. And you guys, a lot of you guys do not know the danger of having sex outside of marriage. When I, when I, when I talk about sexual immorality, I'm talking about um, you know, masturbation. I'm talking about homosexuality. I'm talking about sex, fornication, sex outside of marriage. You know, any kind of sex outside of marriage is considered sexual morality. It's a major sin. And and I'm gonna read to you guys what the scripture says. Before I get to um and, and explain to you guys what it says in the scripture. I'm going to tell you guys about, you know, some of the research that I did. And, you know, I watch a lot of um, different, you know, religion and different people that, you know, that's into witchcraft. And, and they talk about <clears throat> what happened, you know, like the demonic spirits. They need blood and they need sperm. So like blood, people's blood gives the demons energy. People's sperm gives them energy. So when you have sex with somebody, throw the condoms away, they take that sperm and they use it, it gives them energy. Okay? So your sperm can be used by a demon. When you have sex with somebody outside of marriage, the two flesh become one, whether that person is your husband or not. So you, your soul tied with that person. You become one with that person. Even after you guys break up, let's say you guys break up, a piece of you is with that person, still tied with that person, even though you guys break up. Because sex is more than just physical. Sex is spiritual. Sex is your soul, you tying your soul with somebody else. That's the reason why it says in... um. First Corinthians um, 6, verses 15 to 16. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall they not take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Do you know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? The two become one flesh. If you have sex with a prostitute, you become one with that prostitute. If you have sex with anybody outside of marriage, you become one with that person. 
That's the reason a lot of the time when somebody, when you guys break up, you still, you miss that person. Not because you really love them, it's because your soul tied with that person. Okay, so that's the reason why God does not want those soul, does not want your soul to tie with somebody that you're not married to. It's ungodly soul ties. The only person, I'll give you a perfect example. In my case, I've been celibate for almost eight years now. In April, I'll have eight years since I've been celibate. But when I became born again, when the Holy Spirit um, you know, indwell in me. The Lord had to um, untie my soul for my ex-girlfriend that I used to have sex with, right? Even, even after I got saved, I still think about her. And she didn't treat me well. It's not that I love her, it's because we had sex. When you have sex with that person, they get attached. Your soul become one of the, your soul get attached to that person. If you never had sex with that person, you're so, like, you wouldn't miss them. That's the reason why God does not want you having sex outside marriage. It's very dangerous. Sometimes when two people break up, you know, they get so, sometimes they kill each other. It's like all the time you watch the news, you hear, like, um, this guy just killed his girlfriend. Or, you know, they kill each other, you know. Not because she dumped him and he was a possessive and now he killed her. Because that's what happens. Sex is very powerful. Sex will do that to you. If they never had sex, that wouldn't happen to him. I mean, he wouldn't kill his ex-girlfriend or, or wife. You know? So that's the reason why we, we cannot be having sex outside of marriage. Because sex... God designed sex. Sex is a beautiful thing, but God designed it in the covenant of a marriage. That's the reason why it says in Genesis, two flesh become one. Because marriage, God sees like when God um, designed marriage for a lifelong commitment. Okay? Only married couples are supposed to have sex, and married couples are not supposed to get divorced. God wanted to be um, last. It wanted it to last forever. Because God don't want you to divorce your spouse, and then you marry somebody else. So your your soul tied with your new um, with your new spouse. You guys don't understand what's out there. God does not put those things in place just to make our life harder. He put in those things in place to protect us, because. Demonics, when you're having sex outside of marriage, you open a, a, a foothold. You know, you open a portal in your life. Satan, the demons can come and attack you. They have power over you when you're having sex when you're not supposed to. They'll have a lot of power over you. So when, once the only person that could untie your soul with your girlfriend or your boyfriend is Jesus Christ. <clears throat> the Lord is the only one that could untie you. Okay? When you're having sex with people that once you got saved, you got born again, the Lord can untie, can fix you, can fix you up. But it's going to take years and years uh, of you 
fellowship with the Lord, drawing closer to the Lord for you to be healed. I know that because that happens in my case. When I broke up with my ex-girlfriend almost eight years ago, it took a long time for the Holy Spirit to work in me so I could be celibate for this long. Okay, do not sex outside of marriage have a very it, it, it sex is more than just physical you guys cannot play around with something that god designed for married couples that's what he designed it for he wants married couples to be attached to each other and he doesn't want them to get divorced he wants them to become one sex is beautiful in the right you know uh, um it has to be in a, a committed a covenant marriage, a family. Okay, casual sex is gonna send you to the pit of hell. That's ungodly to God. That's unclean. There, there's only two options. God only allowed two options: celibacy or marriage. He designed marriage for those who cannot be celibate, who's burning with lust. So the Bible says you could get married. But once you get married, you stay married. You, you pick your choice. You, you have two options. You get married or you stay celibate. You should not be having sex, especially if you call yourself a Christian. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, do not, if you, if you say you're a believer, do not even associate with somebody who's sexually immoral. Because somebody who's sexually immoral you know, if you be around them all the time, then you're going to start um, practicing their sin. Okay, I'm going to read to you. And then um, sex outside of marriage, what does it bring? STDs, sexually transmitted disease. It brings um, HIV, abortion. I mean, there's nothing good that comes having sex outside of marriage, guys. Abortion. Why do you think people have abortion? Because people don't want to take responsibility for their action. You know, instead of be married and, and have kids, they want to have kids outside marriage and then they want to murder, kill the baby. Abortion is murder. Okay, it's murder. So, HIV AIDS. Okay, homosexuality. Transgender. Okay, those people who's engaged in those kind of lifestyles, they need, you know, we need to pray for them so they could come out of that. We know homosexuality is a major sin. And America is, you, you're allowed to, you know, they, they, um, America is a country that's shameful. Homosexuality is, is celebrated. Some states in the United States celebrate um, have a gay parade. Why do you need a parade? That's because you're gay. And you have children, that's, you know, you, you have these parades, you have men, grown men kissing each other, touching each other's butt in front of kids. That's what happened. We're living in a morally decayed, bankrupt society because people love sex and they reject the truth. Once you reject the truth, you open yourself up to a lie. Okay, sexual purity is so special to God. That's the, if any of you guys are a virgin, hold on to that. 
If you're not a virgin, the Lord could restore you. That's how long I, I that's why I've been celibate for eight years. The Holy Spirit cleansed me of all those filthiness, having sex with women, I mean at the club, having sex with even prostitutes, strippers. That's filthy before a holy God. He had to cleanse me for all those things. And I'll go to a strip club, take a girl home. That's filthy. In the eyes of the Lord. If I kept living like that, he had only reserved my place in hell for me. But by his grace, he washed me cleanse. He took me out of the pigsty that I was in, out of the sewer of cesspool of sin. He shed his blood on the cross for me. So we have to uh, avoid sexual morality. You got to control your body. Because it's holy and honorable to God. Uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, 4, verses 3 and 5. You don't want to be like the pagan who do not know God. If you are struggling with that, pray that the Holy Spirit will help you out. That's what the Holy Spirit is here for. Okay? The Lord does not want anybody to perish. But but you have to um, you have to wait till you get married. If you don't want to get married, you know the Holy Spirit could keep you celibate. God does not like when you read the Ten Commandments. All those Ten Commandments, you know, that shall not kill, that shall not steal, that shall not commit adultery. You can do those things. I mean, if you have the Holy Spirit in you, God does not give you instruction. If he knows that you cannot do it, he gives you instruction because you know you can do it. You can only do it through the power of the Holy Ghost. Okay, when Jesus talked to his disciples, he says, "Turn the other cheek. Pray for those who uh, who curse you." We can only do that through the Holy Ghost. That's why we need the Holy Spirit in our lives. We need that. That's very important. Okay, and if you look at the story of David. David destroyed his own lives by committing adultery. He committed murder and adultery. And and his own kids turned against him. He wanted his son trying to take away, trying to take over his kingdom. His own son um, you know, slept with his uh, mistresses, his concubine. His own son raped one of his daughters. And and he has another son that killed the son that ripped that ripped that, that ripped the daughter. So sin have far reaching consequences. God is a holy God. Um, you know, he's not gonna turn a blind eye to sin, to evil. He hates evil, he hates sin. He really does. That's why he had to take his wrath on Jesus on the cross. Okay, without Christ, all of us might perish. If somebody's telling there's another way to God, that person's lying to you. You need to find another friend. There is no other way but Jesus Christ. The Lord wants us to live a life that's holy, sanctified. It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual morality. First Thessalonians uh, 4, uh, verses 3 and 5. All right, so that's the that's the reason that the Lord put that on my heart for me to talk about it. 
a lot to, you know, I wanted to talk about the uh about this subject because a lot of you guys don't don't realize how important it is that you stay sexually pure. Okay, if you died in your sin, you will go to hell. Romans one verses um twenty seven to twenty eight. It talks about homosexuality. It says, and likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burning their lust toward, toward another, man with man working that which is assembly, and receiving in themselves the recompense of the error which was meet. Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things we are, which are not convenient. So once you keep rejecting God, sin is going to take you further than you can ever imagine. That's the reason you have men who are married who are having sex with men. I mean, they have a wife, but they're having sex with men. Sin is will destroy you. If you are struggling for any kind of sexual sin, sexual sin is one of the worst sins because you sin against your own body. The Bible talks a lot about that. It's not only you sin against God, you sin against your own body because your body is supposed to be a temple of the Holy Ghost. Once you, that's the reason why, guys, I thank the Lord that He set me free from pornography. We, I'm still, you know, sometimes I'm still tempted to look at it, but I pray I don't, you know, I don't look at pornography. You know, but if I'm on YouTube, I see a woman who for large behind, I'm tempted to look at it. You know, I, I pray on that because, look, I'm not perfect, but I'm on a better place than when I was eight years ago. I managed to be celibate for this long because of the Holy Ghost. We, I still have to pray about sexual lust because I'm a man. All men, women, we have to pray about those things. We have to keep praying about it. Even your nuns, your priests, those who are celibate, even though somebody who's celibate, we have to pray about sexual lust. Even though we're not having sex, but we have to be careful not to fall in any kind of sexual lust, not to look at pornography, to be tempted to have sex. If you're looking at pornography, you eventually don't want to have sex. Okay? So it, it's, it's very important that we, we guard our eyes. We control what we see. We control the words that come out of our mouth. We do not curse people because the Bible says, um, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So we, we don't curse people while we control our tongue. We control what we see on television and we control what we hear. We have to control those portals. We need to control them so we don't allow, let the enemy have power over our lives. If we keep looking at sexually, um, um, images, we don't want to have sex. We have to control that. The more you read your Bible, the more you pray, the closer, the, if you listen to Christian music all the time, the closer you will get to the Lord. So you have to uh, feed the Spirit. The more you feed the Spirit, the closer you get to God. So you have to die to the flesh daily. I mean, we are in a war, guys. This is this is all our war on us. The enemy is coming after us. He knows that we are weak, so we have to be careful. He con he used sex to control men. 
You know, Satan used sex to control men. A lot of men cannot make rational decisions because they're only thinking about their penis. Okay, and then that's the reason why he has Instagram to show these women dressed in a very provocative outfit. He knows we're going to get turned on by that. So we are in a war. Men of God, I'm talking to the men of God, those who submit to Christ. We cannot let the enemy win it or win this battle that we're in. It's a spiritual war. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. So we have to understand that, that that we cannot allow the enemy to win this war that we're in. So he knows your weakness. <clears throat> Sexual sin is one of those things that's going to send so many people to hell. So many people are going to hell because of sexual sin. Most people think it's okay to have sex outside of marriage. That's unclean. There's so many sin that's going to send you to hell, but sexual sin is one of the most powerful ones because it's, everybody's doing it. <clears throat> if I said I've been selling for eight years, everybody's, you know, when I told my uh, relatives that I was selling for this long, they look at me and they're like, wow, because it's unheard of. Very few men at my age are celibate. You have your priests. I'm talking about the 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 true priests, the true priests, not those ones who are who are homosexual who join the priesthood. I'm talking about real priests, real men of God who are celibate. You have the, your nuns. I'm talking about real nuns. There are some nuns who are lesbian. I'm not talking about those nuns. I'm talking about real godly people. Can I be a godly person if you engage in homosexuality? If you engage in lesbianism, you're not serving God. You could be set free. God loves the homosexual. God loves the transgender. But he wants them to change. Come as you are, but don't stay as you are. Jesus opened the door for everyone. This is the time for salvation. Once you take your last breath, that's it. Now it's judgment. But while you're still breathing, this is the time for salvation. Come as you are. Jesus' arm is wide open for everybody to come. He's going to take the homosexual, the transgender, the lesbian, the racist, the liar, the thief, those that love money, those that love sports, the, the perverts, the pedophilia, the murderer, the serial killer. He will accept everybody. No one's beyond the Lord's saving grace. Everybody who gets saved. But they have to humble themselves and, and turn away from their sins. You cannot, you're not going to enter heaven if you're homosexual, you're a liar, you're a thief, you're a transgender, you love money, you're into witchcraft, voodoo, whatever it is. Your place is only reserved in hell if you don't repent. But, you, you know, God is a loving God. He's going to give you ample time to repent. But don't abuse his grace. You know, Jesus' death on the cross took the punishment that we deserve. We, we all deserve punishment from God. So sexual sin is a big deal. If he's struggling with that, 
Ask the Lord to help you. Tell the Lord to send the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to change you so you could live a life of sexual purity. Because that's only that's what God requires. May the Lord wish you blessing. 